sports podcast <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i fucked up didn't i i did that's hit wild it. hit it now <laughs> sports podcast Buddha! <laughs> yes welcome to ball sports podcast podcast with balls about balls and we are currently recording this on 316 day oh hell yeah what uh, shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, hey man, how you doing? Uh, episode two twenty three. I'm hanging in there, dog. You know what I'm saying? Taking it one day at a time. You feel me? What's going on with you, but all? How's it looking? How's it feeling? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Chilling, big chilling. Yeah, big vibing. Big vibing. Yeah. Big vibing. Oh yeah. Um, but if you want, we can get right into it. Um. We do got to start on a little bit of a of a sour note to get the sadness out of the way. Um, unfortunately, Scott Hall has passed away. Um, formerly Razor Ramon, when he was with uh, the WWF uh, originally, um, you know, obviously became super famous when he jumped to WCW and was you know one of the three men in the NWO. Um, which still to many is considered the best faction of all time. Um, he's a two time hall of famer. Um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, he had multiple heart attacks and had to have emergency surgery. And, um, yeah, due to complications, he ended up on life support, and then the family decided to, to pull the plug. So, yeah. So, it's rough, rough situation. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, for me, Scott Hall was one of them guys that was, like, super underrated as far as ring work goes. Um, but, man, such a massive dude. Like, people don't really realize, like, how big. Scott Hall was just as an individual, like he's it's like six five, six six, you know, like two sixty five. <laughs> like Jit was like big as shit, and he just didn't look so big because he was always next to Kevin Nash. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's another another seven footer. Um, yeah. I mean, Razor Ramon to me, I remember him as Razor. That was my first introduction to him. Um, just. I thought he was one of the best characters that WWF had yeah. ever. I think the stick was great. I remember telling a story with my dad that <clears throat> there was there was toothpicks in the in the in kitchen, and I we just got done watching. So on Saturdays, WWF would have their recap show, and around like five, remember like CBS used to have those weird times. So like at five oh five, 
you'd have a WCW Saturday night. So like, I remember I used to take the toothpick out of my mouth and I walked up to my dad and I was like, Chico, and I threw the toothpick at him. <laughs> and he got mad, so he body slammed me. Shout out to my dad, um, who actually does listen to this show. You know, nice. You're, you're worthy. Um, you know, unlike my wife, shout out to her too, who doesn't listen to this show. Um, but try uh, the, the, tra- the Trash Out Wives Club. The trash of the trash. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, I, I just, I remember that character. And, and when he went to WCW, I mean, it was over with. I, it was a shame that he never really got, you know, his own little singles thing. Um, but, I mean, he had a lot of fun with Nash. So that was that was cool. But, nice. you know, I, I do think that his run as the Intercontinental Champion is definitely top three. Intercontinental yes. runs of all time. I have him. I have Shawn Michaels. Yep. Him, um, him and Shawn. Him and Shawn had that the very first ladder match. The ladder match. And I mean, if you haven't seen that ladder match for the, Intercon- match, for the mean, Intercontinental title, it's still considered to a lot of people that's the best one. Like, yeah, that's just, that's one of the the greatest matches of all time. Really, yeah. they told a story. Uh, it was phenomenal. There's another. Point. There's another IC champion, a current one that I'm not that I'm not giving credit to in this top three. I just can't quite remember who it is at this point in time, That's but it'll good. come to me. But yeah, man, you know, rest in peace to, to Scott Hall, AKA Razor Ramon. Facts. Um, yeah. So, you know, with that, if we could just take a brief uh, moment of silence and then we'll be, you know, right back with the shits. Some peace, Razzy. All right. So, moving on. WrestleMania season is upon us. We are two, two and a half weeks away at this point uh, from WrestleMania weekend. It will be a two-night affair, which it has been uh, the past two WrestleManias. Uh, it seems to be a working formula for them. They can fit in more matches. Um, yeah. So that seems to be the the thing. Um, I'm definitely making it my goal to go to WrestleMania next year because it's in L.A. Um, So I think that shit would be nuts. It's going to be in SoFi Stadium. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Bro, like, see, we wouldn't have to worry about the weather or anything like that. Like, we would be... ah, All right. So uh, we, we got to make, we got to make that happen. We got to make moves. Yeah. So as of right now, the cards, um, they're starting to look really good. Um, there's, I don't know if they're going to get any bigger. They're currently at six matches on night one and five matches on night two. I imagine they'll add a few more. Um, but these matches are certainly the, the bigger, uh, matches. So currently slated for night one, which would be Saturday night. Um, you have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships being defended. The Usos are defending their titles against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Um, 
So there's that. You get uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. You know, they like to get a couple matches with these, like, celebrity guys, um, which should be fine. I mean, I'm sure Logan has probably learned enough to get him by. I don't think he'll put on a performance like Bad Bunny did. Um, but, you know, Miz will, Miz will do the hard the hard lifting in that, in that tag team. Facts. <clears throat> um, we also have... Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin, which I uh, that's definitely going to be the bathroom break match for me. I don't care about it. I don't care about this feud that they've been doing. I'm sick of Drew McIntyre wielding this sword that he's not about to stab nobody with. Like, Yeah, why are they making that a thing? It, bro, like, like, and you'd be running at them too, but everybody's sitting here like, like, we know you're not about to cut this man's head off. Like, what, what are we doing? So Ridiculous. They, yeah, they need to change that up. So I really don't care for that match. It is what it is. We don't. Um, we don't. We don't care, bro. Hey, let me tell. You, hey, hey, WWE. Let me tell you something. We don't care. <laughs> uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Becky Lynch defending her title against Bianca Belair. It is, you know, been what six months in the making since uh, SummerSlam when Becky took the title from Bianca in twenty six seconds. Um, everything's kind of been leading up to this point, you know, Bianca having a shot and then getting screwed over and then having to go back to the back of the line, work her way back up, um, to, to earn her spot, you know, ultimately like winning in the elimination chamber match to get her shot at Becky, you know, so it's been long building, bro, Bianca used her braid to hit Becky so hard when I tell you like on replay like it sounded like a a sound effect of like a whiplash why does it make that sound though what does she have I don't know what's in it but it immediately left a giant scar on Becky Lynch's stomach like you could google it and like they they were showing the replay and they're like folks we have not edited the sound like this is the actual audio from the shit. It's nuts, bro. It is really oh. nuts. Um, but I think that'll be a very good match. Uh, it'll probably be somewhere in the middle of the card because what I'm imagining will main event uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair defending her title against Ronda Rousey. You know, it's actually a shame uh, that this is going to main event. Um because, yes, this will be a good match. Uh, but the people don't really care about this feud. Like, they've seen it. Like, and, and honestly, Ronda's just not a very good baby face. She was yeah. so much better when she turned heel in her run. But, like, they tried to bring her back as a baby face. And I, I don't know why they went in that direction. Because the promos just aren't believable. They seem forced. Like it, yeah, it just doesn't hit. And people, you could tell, like the crowd is just flat during a lot of things. You know, I, I think it's not just that <clears throat> she's not a good baby face. I'll take it a step further. I just think she doesn't know how to be that kind of person. I don't think she has it in her. Honestly, right. I just don't think she has um, it in her. It would be interesting to see in these next couple weeks 
if they gauge these crowd reactions because the crowd is on fire for the Bia- uh, Bianca and Becky feud. Like, really? So, I mean, do they make that call like shit, even though Ronda Rousey's the big ticket name and she won the Royal Rumble, so technically she's supposed to be in the main event. Like, what are we going to do here? Do we do the switch and say, hey, sorry, you guys didn't get yourselves over enough with the crowd and they earned it. So which match, which match would you, would you put on? I would put on Becky and, uh, and Bianca. um, Bianca. Yeah. And, you know, I would, and the reason I say whichever match isn't main eventing is going to be in the middle of the card is because there's something else happening that I think is going to kick off the night, night one, uh, to kind of set the tone for WrestleMania. Um, And that's Kevin Owens doing the Kevin Owens show with special Mm -hmm. guest Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Stone Cold has promised to open a can of whoop ass on Kevin Owens. So this will be the first time in 19 years. This will be the first time in 19 years that people will will be able to see Stone Cold in the ring, you know, doing what he'd do. Um, So people are very excited. And this is happening in Jerry World that has a a closed ceiling. You know the pop from the crowd when his glass shatters? Yeah. It's going to be so... There's no way you can't start WrestleMania with that pop. Yeah, that's like, you, like you have to. You ain't really got much of a choice there, my boy. Yeah, bro. Like, because I'm for WrestleMania, I think they can get like damn near a hundred thousand people in there. Yeah, they can. Yeah, so like hundred thousand people with no with, with a fucking roof, so the the sound isn't escaping like in these open air stadiums. Facts. Oh, it's gonna be thunderous, man. That shit's gonna that's just gonna shake. Uh, I'm getting hyped just thinking about it. But yeah. Um, So night one looks interesting. Night two, uh, we have Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, which I think is going to be such an underrated match for the night. Like, uh, yeah, because Pat McAfee is good in the ring if you saw what he did in NXT. And Austin Theory, even though... um, there hasn't been much on the main roster that people have been able to see. He was in NXT doing big things, and he's very good in the ring. He's very like smooth and polished like in his in-ring uh, prowess. So I think they'll put on actually a very good match. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, which is there's your celebrity uh, for night two, which I'm sure there's going to be some kind of shenanigans with the jack- other jackass people that'll – End up having Knoxville win at some point there. Um, for the women's tag team championships, we have a triple threat. Um, I like how they did this because uh, it's Queen Zelina, Zelina Vega, and Carmella um, versus basically it ended up being a team from Ron, a team from SmackDown. From SmackDown, so it's the two of them versus Sasha Banks and Naomi, which, nice. uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then on Raw, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. So you got a lot of people in this match that people love and the two heels in this match that people hate. So this is another one that's going to get the crowd going nuts. Um, And then, oof, I mean, match that you got to think is going to be match of the night. We have Edge versus AJ Styles. Hmm. Um, this is many a wrestling fans dream match 
for quite some time. Um, and obviously for a long time, it wasn't a possibility because Edge had his injury and he was retired. But the moment he came back to wrestling, this is what everybody wanted. It was either AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels or AJ Styles versus Edge. And now that's what we're getting. And we're getting it the way we want it with a heel edge. Um, He's coming out to completely different music. I'm talking music he's never used before. Like, Jit has a brand new theme song at this point in in his, uh, in his life. And like, he coming out to like dark lighting, like blue lighting and shit. Got promos with his like hair pulled back and like a, like a, a partial ponytail, like it's down here, but some of it's up and then like just sunglasses and, uh, and his beard. And yeah, it's a different edge, but it's definitely a heel edge. And he beat the dog shit out of, uh, 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 AJ Styles jumped him, did the concerto and all that shit as his heel turn. Um, and we haven't seen AJ back yet, and that was two weeks ago. So, um, I think this is one that's gonna be like, uh, yeah, one for the books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that probably opens night two, I would say. I think like that, that. yeah. Uh, because I mean, without a doubt, the main event of the night um, is a winner take all. And it's, they specified here, winner take all title unification. Universal champion Roman Reigns versus WWE champion Brock Lesnar. So that title unification is very interesting to me. It is. Because what that says to me is that we're going to have a roaming champion. So we're either we're either getting rid of the brand split, which I don't really see, because you got to remember, Raw's on USA and Fox's or and SmackDown's on Fox. They are two different broadcast companies, so I don't see them playing nice, you know, and and no news of that has ever has leaked, you know, of them saying, oh yeah 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 like. We're going to play nice and let everybody play with everybody. I'm sure these companies want these specific guys. That's why when they do these drafts, we're like, no, no, no. We want him and him over here. We're, we're willing to give up him and him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's how that shit works. But now that the title is going to be unified. Very interesting, oof. bro. Yeah, so it's either it's either a roaming champion or they're doing away with the brand split, which I'm totally down for the end of the brand split because it keeps things fresh. I, my only fear would be we wouldn't get any we wouldn't get enough play from the secondary more more secondary storylines because I feel like both companies would want the champion on their thing every week, right? You know, like. So that means, so who's not going to be on TV because he's going to be on TV there every week. Yeah, I feel that. So, I don't know. Um, Yeah, so we shall see. And then another match, they haven't announced which night it's on um, because the match was just made Monday on Raw. Uh, For the Raw Tag Team Championships, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle defending their titles against uh, the Street Profits. Which I think is going to be another Ooh, match. That match that's gonna is going to be, gonna be lit. 
I'm guessing right now I'll probably put that on night two because they only have five matches on night two so far. Um, and night one has six. So, like, just to even it out, I guess I'm going to do that. But who knows? Honestly, another name who's going to be added to this card somewhere, Seth Rollins. Uh, he's nowhere on the card, and you know he's wrestling or doing something at WrestleMania. You're not leaving yes. Seth Rollins off the card. He's argu- he's arguably top five best in the world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you got – what was I going to say? You tell me, bro. What are we saying? 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 Oh, what are we saying? I, oh my I, gosh, what are, I, what are we saying? What are we saying? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Well, you were talking about RK Bro and you were talking about um uh, uh Seth Rollins and something about him being one of the best in the world. Damn, <laughs> you're drawing a blank. It's bro. That's all right. Go to the next match unless you got something else to say about um Randy Orton, RK Bro type shit. Um no. No, I think that'll be a really good match. I'm looking forward to it. Street Profits, man. Everybody give them the win. It's about that time, shawty. Mm. Give my dogs the dubs. Have they won any belts? Street Profits? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're like um, four-time like SmackDown champion and Raw champion. I think they've had like a couple from each brand. A couple runs. Um Oh, I know what I was going to say. Unfortunately, say, someone who will not be added to WrestleMania, uh, Big E, uh, suffering a broken neck last week on SmackDown. Fact. Um, it was very scary to see happen. Um, he took a belly-to-belly suplex from Ridge Holland outside. Ridge did not throw him up high enough, give him enough vertical trajectory to where he could complete a front flip because – Big E is a big guy. Um, they call him Big E for a reason. Big so E. He got kind of shot vertically back, or no, sorry, horizontally back as opposed to vertically up. Um, so in trying to do the front flip, he ended up landing kind of right on that bridge area of the neck and shoulder. Um, and yeah, yeah that, he, bit, his, that bit then, looks just as bad as he's making it sound like. Yeah, and like his whole body kind of locked up for a second, and it was like, oh shit. Um, but I think it was one of those things, like when you know when you get a stinger and everything kind of just goes to tingle mode, and like you can't really, you're shocked for a second. So I think it was one of those. But luckily, um, you know, he he broke, he fractured two vertebrae, like the C whatever and that C whatever. Uh, but uh, doesn't require surgery. Um, no ligament damage or anything like that either. So he's he, he's good, luckily. So he, he definitely t- caught a break. But he will miss some time, and I imagine that means uh, uh, he will not be at WrestleMania. So, so Damn, dog. No new day at WrestleMania. That um, hurts, dog. It does. It does. But – that's it in the world of wrestling. I'll keep everybody abreast as we get closer. Huh. Abreast. But this week has been crazy in the world of professional football. Crazy. Um, for starters, did we? I think it happened after we potted last week. Tom Brady's back. Yeah, it happened afterwards. You knew we would have talked about that bit. Tom, like, Tom Brady. After. 
Tom Brady, not even two months, <laughs> I mean, not even an off season of uh, sitting at home. Tom Brady, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He, he is back. He's back with the Buccaneers for another year. I'm sure it's a relief for the Bucs who were somehow trying to figure things out in this mad quarterback scramble. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's staying and apparently he's been on the phones calling some of their, you know, upcoming free agents here and saying, Hey, Hey, come back, come back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Um, We'll see how that goes. How, how do you feel having the goat back? I was ready to just watch him walk off into the sunset. Um, you know, I understand why he's doing what he's doing. Um, I felt like, you know, some people are going to fault him for coming back. But, you know, that's what the man wants to do. Ultimately, let him live. You know what I mean? Let right. him cook. I mean, he he hasn't fallen off play-wise. No, he hasn't. You know what I mean? And I think at the end of the day, like, you got to respect it. That's what the man wanted to do. You know, and I mean, he's got the team for it. That team is really, that team is set. Yeah. You know what I mean? That team's got a lot going on for it. You know what I mean? Last year was a really good year statistically for him. So, you know, all the, it's funny because the same people are sitting there like, oh, man, why is Tom Brady retiring right now? He's coming back. And they're all like, oh, why is he coming back? And it's like, bro, you all was just saying how this man shouldn't have retired. <laughs> and that's wild to me. But, um, you know. I, I think, you know, time will definitely tell how things are going to turn out for him. I mean, he picked a good time to come back, that's for sure, because Jesus, he's about to get into some fierce quarterback battles. What? Boy, they're playing some teams, boy. Yeah. They're playing some teams, boy. You know you know who else is? Um, you know who's really happy that Tom Brady came back? Mike Evans. No. Ben Roethlisberger, because now he'll get to headline his own Hall of Fame ceremony. Bitch. Because you know damn well. Yeah, they both first ballot. That's true. <laughs> you know damn well. Yeah, we Brady, wouldn't be worried about Brady. We wouldn't be worried about Brady. And even if we showed Ben, we showed him getting washed by... <laughs> <laughs> so that getting washed by the dude coming in with him. We'd be like, yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, Ben, we appreciate you too, but shit, it's Tom, baby. Oh boy, that's Tom, baby. What you mean? Yeah. So now, you mean? yeah. So now, now he'll have his moment. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what I'm gonna do? You know, free agency is here. Uh, it is here. We are uh, here. <laughs> and I'm I'm just gonna go through team by team and kind of just go over their their pickups real quick. If there's any outstanding like crazy contracts that really stand out, I'll I'll bring it up. Um. So the Cardinals, they re-signed Colt McCoy, James Conner, Zach Ertz, uh, Michael Dogby, and Dennis Gardick. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, they re-signed Young Way Koo, uh, Young Ho. That young, hey, that Young Ho, real cool, dog. Uh, um, the Baltimore Ravens, they signed uh, former Saints safety Marcus Williams, uh, five-year, seventy million. Well, that's a nice pickup for him. Yep. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have picked up from the Commanders, uh, J.D. McKissick, running back, um, from the Titans. Oh, actually, you said the Bills, right? Yes. No, J.D. McKissick went back. Oh, that's right. He did. He's like another one that went back. Sheesh. It's All him. Right. It's him from the Cowboys and somebody else. 
Okay, so then, so some of these, so the some of these might be those situations then because there mm-hmm. are a couple of them. Um, all right, so Titans guard uh, Roger Saffold, Commanders DT Tim Settle. Um, they re-signed Saren Neal, and they've signed from the Rams Von Miller, six years, one hundred and twenty million. Bruh, they gave that man the bank, dog. Ain't he? Ain't he over thirty? Yes. Wow, good for him. They gave that boy the stick. And uh, Bucks tight end OJ Howard. Look uh, at to, OJ to a one year to a one year prove it deal. OJ motherfucking Howard, boy. We thought that boy was about to be the truth. Truth right. is, we never gave you. Um, the Carolina Panthers, they signed t- uh, former Titans running back Dante Foreman, uh, Rams guard Austin Corbett, the Cowboys safety Xavier Woods. Me. Uh, huh? Me, they signed me. What you talking about? They signed you. They That's signed you? me, bro. They signed me. I'm on that team, bro. Uh, and then they re-signed DN uh, Marquise Haynes and kicker Zane Gonzalez. Uh, the Chicago Bears signed uh, Bengal, former Bengals DT Larry Ogunjobi. And long snapper Patrick Scales was re-signed. The Bengals, they were able to snatch Bucks guard Alex Kappa. <laughs> Kappa. <laughs> um, and Patriots center Ted uh, – was it Karras or Karras? Karras. Karras. Um, so I think they're kind of making that emphasis that, hey, we're going to bulk up this offensive line for you. Because that really was the the point of weakness um, for them, so I'm glad that they're making that a priority. Um, they re-signed D tackle BJ Hill and safety Jesse Bates. BJ. The third was franchise tag. Oh uh, yeah, um, that was Cle- BJ, huh? <laughs> the Cleveland Browns acquired via trade Cow- former Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper, um, Deshaun Watson. Oh no, too soon. Uh, hold on, hold on to that thought for just a second. Um, they franchise tag tight end uh, David and Joku, who Me. you know I think they they saw a lot of promise out of him this past year. Bro, I know are they, they going to actually? He, use at one him? point, I don't know. At one point, he asked for a trade. They said no, and now they franchise tag him. So I don't know if he still wants out. I don't know what's going on with that situation. Ridiculous. But they need to use him. Maybe his attitude will change if. Uh, Cough, cough to Sean Watson. Um, the they also got Jaguars DT Taven Bryan and Patriots DN Chase Winovich via trade. Damn, they just went and got they got the bag, boy. Yeah, Chase Winovich is like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then Baker Mayfield posted a very you know I don't even want to say cryptic, very honest uh, message to the city of Cleveland, uh, basically just saying, you know, I appreciate everything. Uh, I, I don't know what happens next. Um, I do know that I'm trash and I'm probably going to get traded. Yep. And, yeah, so it, it looked like the, the writing was on the wall for him. And, you know, he he's going to be out of there. And it's now it's looking like even if they don't acquire Deshaun Watson, he might be out of there. Yo, the rumor the rumor mill says that Cleveland is looking for a quote unquote adult. Wow. So would you say what, Jimmy G? Gotta be. 
They said they want an adult, bro. They said a man ain't it, bro. So then where does Baker go? I wonder Baker. Baker probably goes to the Colts. They need a quarterback. They say men's not hot. (laughs) Yeah, he'll go to the Colts. Because the Colts, like, they need a quarterback in the worst way right now. Because right now Sam Ellinger is their starter. Bro, that's lit, boy. Yeah. They have two quarterbacks on their roster. Neither have started an NFL game. What? Yeah, because they traded Carson. Yeah. So like, and so at this, and they don't have a quarterback as as of right now. So they they have to they're unless they're going to go all in on the draft and think, hey, we can find our guy. Facts. But I don't know how they don't even have draft picks like that. Actually, I don't even think they have a first rounder this year. Really? So yeah, it's worse. Yeah, but they have a shit ton of cap room, but they've signed, like, hardly anybody. Yeah, they do have a lot of cap room. They really, really do. Yeah, they have the most. Um, Yeah, so uh, who were we just talking about, though, before? Baker. Baker, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with Baker. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Baker. Um, I imagine we'll probably find that out. Honestly, by the time you're hearing this, we might know. Uh, because we should know, I guess, by end of day Thursday, where Deshaun's going to go. Um, so I imagine once once that happens, because every team that Deshaun has met with um, were teams that have already had approved trade packages packages from the Texans. So, like, the Texans said, okay, we would accept this. Now you can meet with Deshaun. Pretty much. So if you weren't one of those teams, then you weren't even going to get to talk to him. And then he would decide ultimately who he would go to. So it really is Deshaun's choice between uh, the Saints, the Falcons, the uh, Panthers, and the Cleveland Browns. That's what it looks like the, the four teams for sure, that we know for sure. Unless there's something sneaky under the radar that we haven't seen. Um, those would be the, his options. So things could get very interesting here in the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. Um, yeah. Wow. We're going to see. That's amazing, bro. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys extended wide receiver Michael Gallup. Uh, five years, 62 and a half mil. They re-signed Dalton Schultz, tight end, and safety Malik Hooker. Uh, actually, I'm oh, sorry, Dalton, Dalton Schultz was franchise tagged. They gave the franchise tag to Dalton Schultz? Yep. Uh, the Denver Broncos. Fuck. They acquired via trade Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. Nice. They signed Packers guard Ben Braden. Uh, 49ers DT DJ Jones. Nice. Uh, they re-signed linebacker Josie Jewell, and they signed Cowboys linebacker Randy Gregory to a five-year, $70 million contract after the Cowboys after. had posted that they re-signed him. He got snatched for the same dollars and cents did you hear? Did you hear um, the reasoning to it though? Yes, the reasoning was because they tried to sneak in some language 
about uh, that having to do with uh, violations of the the drug uh, the drug abuse program or something like that, right? Yep, and then something about fines too. Yeah, right. And they were saying that the only person who didn't have it in their contract was uh, was Dak. Yeah, and Randy Gregory was not with that. So Bronco said, yeah, no, we don't need to put that in. Bet. Let me let me slide over here real quick. Real talk. Let me clear um, my stupid eyes. What yeah. was that stinking? So now you got, you know, she's Randy Gregory on one side, Bradley Chubb on the other. Depending on what kind of uh, defense they're running. But I imagine you're going to have Randy Gregory going at the quarterback. Facts. So. How the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions re-signed quarterback Tim Boyle. Uh, they were able to sign Jaguars wide receiver DJ Chark. Um, they re-signed DJ wide receiver Josh. DN Charles Harris, safety Tracy Walker, and safety CJ Moore. Uh, the Green Bay Packers franchise tag Devontae Adams, who has said he will not play on the franchise tag. So this is another domino that could potentially fall. Um, now, they technically have until July to try to figure out yep. a contract. You think they will? Oof. I think Devontae would be very comfortable sitting out. Hell yeah. Um, Because he has all the leverage here. Sure does. He is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Sure is. Fuck who don't like it. Like, you're going to pay me. Especially as a wide receiver, you don't know how many of these re-ups you're going to get. Fuck you, pay me. Yes, a hundred percent. You can make it work. Just like Aaron Rodgers, who the contract uh, came out um, five year, hundred and eighty six million, but it's a lot of funky numbers. And basically, he's getting like sixty five million this year, like seventy three million next year uh, of the guaranteed money, um, whatever that is, signing bonus or whatnot. Um, but it's only like a $28 million cap hit as opposed to the $45 million cap hit that it was going to be. Nice. Yeah. So that's why he was saying like, yeah, it's going to be a high number because he's getting 50 million a year technically, uh, even though, you know, the numbers there are escalating. Yeah. Um, but he, um, Shit. Yeah, bro. I don't know what's going on with you today, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with you, but I'm I'm trying it all. And you're making it kind of difficult right now, bro. (laughs) What are you saying, bro? What are you saying? Oh, Oh, my gosh. You have balls in I'm saying they were able to work the numbers to give A-Rod a big contract that was still cap-friendly. So you can do the same for me. If I'm Devontae, that's what I'm saying. Facts. If you're able to do that for him, you can do that for me. And if they can't, maybe he starts requesting a trade too. Big facts, bro. Because I know a team that's waiting to pick him up. Who that is? 
the Raiders. Here we go. Because that's the team that Devontae Adams wants to go to. You know that for a fact. Yes. He said he wants to play with Aaron in Green Bay. But if that situation changes, he wants to play with his old college quarterback. So wherever D.C. is at, that's where he's going to go. You snap. And we just so happen to need a, a wide receiver number one. No, you don't. You don't need a wide receiver. You want a wide receiver. No, we do. We need it. We did. We traded Zane Jones away. Oh, yeah, that's facts. You sure, I sure did. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and they re-signed linebacker Devondre, Cram- Devondre Campbell. Dylan! Yo. Dylan! <laughs> what are we talking about? Man, we talk about free agency, but you still got to going... patented intro. Yeah, do your intro, Jit, and I'll tell you where we at. Oh, stop telling me what to do, bro. I'll do my intro if I feel like doing my intro, hey. bro. I'm hey, hey. Telling me what to do, bro. Hey, hurry up before we get mad, Jit. No, Jit. Why are you always yelling at us, bro? Y'all always telling me what to do. When you start telling me what to do, I'll start yelling at you. Okay. I bet that up. This was this was your boy Dylan putting these niggas in their place. Fuck they talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, what we're doing is we're we're talking about free agency. We're going team by team. Uh so just finished with the Packers. Uh the Houston Texans. They signed they re-signed wide receiver Chris Conley. They signed Titans uh tackle Cedric uh Ogba Ogba uh, Ogba I don't know. Ogba. Ogba. Um, Jaguars guard AJ Khan, um, center Justin Britt. Oh, okay, they re-signed Justin Britt, Malik Collins, Christian Kirksey, Desmond King. They signed Brown safety MJ Stewart and safety Terrence Brooks. The Colts they re-signed Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> Mo Ali Cox. What? Uh, that's great. Um. <laughs> tackle Matt Pryor, DN Tyquan Lewis, and uh, they signed Raiders corner Brandon Faison and actually just today traded for um, Edge Yannick Ngakwe. Um, I was sad to see him go, but you got somebody. We, gotta, we got somebody. We'll get to that. Um, but I think this is a good pick. Huh? None. Oh, um, but Yannick Ngakwe, I think, is a really good pickup for the Colts. Um, it's a shame that, I mean, this is his fifth team in 19 months. What the fuck? Yeah, because he went from the Jags to the Vikings to the Ravens to the Raiders and then now to the Colts. And he suited for all of these teams? Yep. In the past 19 months. What you what, what's the problem here? I don't know. There was a, this wasn't a problem. Um, he wasn't a problem as far as him leaving the Raiders. I think this is just, you know, part of McDaniels wanting to find his guys and, you know, what fits what he's, his vision is and stuff like that. So I, I, under, I understand there was probably going to be some turnover of good players if they didn't, you know, fit what he was trying to do. Um, and like I, like I said, or like y'all said, like, you know, another good replacement um, for him that, that we'll get to, but 
I think it's a great pickup for the Colts. Um, I think he'll do well there. They talk that uh, like a little college groupie, ain't it? Huh? They toss that boy around like a college groupie, ain't it? Yeah, bro. It's kind of that's kind of wild. And uh, so a team that has been making a good amount of moves, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they signed Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk, four years, seventy-two million dollars. You better be worth every bit of that coin, dude. Whoo! Um, well, they're definitely adding some depth to that wide receiving uh, room there. They also signed Raiders wide receiver Zay Jones, uh, three years, twenty-four mil. Um, so he does not have to be that guy. <laughs> so that's, that's all on Christian Kirk. Those numbers are. Vastly different. Right. Four for 72, three for 24. <laughs> um, Giants tight end Evan Ingram. They signed him to a one-year deal. They re-signed Cam Robinson. Oh, sorry, they franchise tagged him. Um, they signed former commander's guard Brandon Scherf to improve that offensive line for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, them boys got a squad over there on offense. Yeah, they re-signed guard Tyler uh, Shatley. They signed Jets DT Foley, Fatu Kasi, and uh, Falcons linebacker Foye Alunkin. Uh, I don't know these names. All right. Uh, Chiefs <laughs> re-signed – or sorry, they franchise tagged Orlando Brown, and they signed uh, Texan safety Justin Reed, which is leading to the departure of uh, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Um, don't know where he's gonna go. Patriots, Raiders. Oh, we're just throwing out teams that order. Uh, no, Patriots need a safety. <laughs> Sam, we need Casey Hayward Jr. No, 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 no. We need to resign him. No, y'all go. Yeah, no. Uh, all right, we're moving on. Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, um, The Raiders, we signed former Cardinals edge uh, Chandler Jones. I was about to say. (laughs) No, my bad. Because I'm I'm reading these things from my phone, and it just says Cardinals edge, and it's the only one that doesn't have the name next to it. So I was (laughs) like, wait, what is the name? I'm like, oh, it's Chandler Jones. Uh, To three years, $51 million. Um, Two years or three years? Three, three. What about it? Say that. Boy. The Jones, the Jones brother who doesn't cause any drama, right? Um, and he's already been facetiming with uh, Max Crosby. That's a nasty D end combo. Is it the nastiest in the league though? Uh, no, you ain't seen the Browns over there. <sighs> Browns got who? But they got Clowney and 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 um Clowney gone. Oh, what I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but the the AFC West, the Broncos, they got um, what's his name, Randy? Was it Randy Gregory and uh, Bradley Chubb? Randy Gregory ain't nothing to be nobody. Ain't nothing nobody. The fucking the Chargers have Khalil Mack. Oh yeah! And, uh, oh yeah! That stick and and Joey Bosa. Yeah, that's so it. that might be it. The Chargers, the Chargers win free agency if you ask me. 
Yeah, they 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 up there. They got uh, the Raiders. Right, the Raiders also acquired uh, corner Rock Yasin uh, from the Colts. That was part of the uh, Yannick Ngakwe trade. Um, and that brings us to the Chargers. Chargers re-signed quarterback Chase Daniel. They also re-signed Mike Williams, a wide receiver, three years, sixty million dollars. Um, get your money. Um, they signed Rams D tackle Sebastian Joseph Day, Giants DT Austin Johnson, Bears linebacker Khalil Mack via trade for fucking nothing. A second and a sixth. Are you joking me? Yeah, people are stupid. That is wild that he was available for that. Yeah, facts. We could have just brought him back to the crib. We could have brought him back to the Raiders. Like, John Gruden gone, bitch. Like, you can slide on back. That's nuts. Um, And, fuck, and this one was the one that hurt me. Uh, Patriots corner, J.C. Jackson. Um, five years, 82 and a half mil. I really wanted the Raiders to take a hard look at him. Um, the only one that hurt. I know. Uh, I mean, honestly, it hurts, but I, I knew that was going to happen from the minute he started taking off. I was like, once his, once his contract is done, he is out of there. We do this every year. We've done this for years. We've done this since Asani Samuel. We could go down. No, we've done this since, yeah, Asani Samuel. Tyler, the only one that kind of low-key played out everything and got a little bit of bread. All the rest of these corners that we've had, bro, one leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. We let them all go. Every single one. Mm. If, your na- if your name's not McCourty, you out of there. That's just um, crazy, bro. Wait till I get this list for y'all. Keep going. Well, I was going to go to the next team. Go to the next team. That's all right. Okay. I'm, still, I'm still taking off. Uh, the Rams The Rams re-signed two of their uh, offensive linemen, Joe Noteboom and Brian Allen. The Dolphins have signed former Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater uh, to a one-year $6.5 million, presumably to sit behind Tua. Um unless things get a little competitive in training camp. Um, which, which, they very, which they will, because Teddy ain't trying to sit behind nobody. Teddy going um, to get put to sleep mid mid mid. But wait, ain't, ain't, he back at, ain't he back at the crib, though? Ain't he from Miami? Or, or is he somewhere no. in South Florida? Whatever, as long as there's a hospital nearby. Or is he Whoa. from Louisiana? No, he's from Miami. He's from Miami. He, he is from Miami? To, he, yeah, he's from the West. Miami, Northwest. Okay. He right by Jackson Memorial. Boy, straight. <laughs> um, Dolphins also signed Cardinals running back uh, Chase Edmonds. Nice. The Cowboys wide receiver said Wilson. Good, pick, uh, good pickups. Right. They franchise tag Mike Kosicki. Okay. Um, <laughs> They signed Cowboys guard <laughs> Connor Williams. Why you try that, man? Like, I mean, franchise tag, man. Like, all right, I guess it's better than Dalton Schultz, right? It is, but shit. And then they re-signed linebackers Elon Robertson, Duke Riley, and corner Keon Crossan. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings signed Bills D tackle Harrison Phillips and Cardinals linebacker Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks um, is nice with it, though. Jake can play. Jordan Hicks is a beast. Yeah, Jordan Hicks can play. That boy nice with it now. That's a good little pickup. 
We need to get rid of our slow ass linebacker. The uh, the Patriots re-sign quarterback Brian Hoyer, uh, running back James White. Okay. Uh, line, offensive lineman James Ference. The fuck. Uh, safety Devin McCourty. Um, sure. Uh, special teams Matthew Slater. Yeah, we got to that boy Hall of Fame status. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kicker Nick Folk. The fuck. And they acquired via trade Browns linebacker Mac Wilson. That's great. That's great. That's great. He Bama. You know what I'm saying? Alabama North. Bama North. Bama North. Um, okay. the, New or- the New Orleans Saints have made no moves as of yet outside of litty. trying to. Well, that's because I think they're so strapped for cash. But luckily, they were able to rework all their contracts on their team, and like they've they made it to the like the green light, the green. The, the, the green, yeah. Somehow, without having to cut anybody. Which I didn't know was going to be possible. So they were able to rework. I'm sure they did a lot of that extending stuff, put, you know, backload everything and just kind of kick the can down, you know, salary cap wise. Um, so we'll see if they're able to land Deshaun. I don't think so. Uh, the New York Giants have signed Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor presumably to sit behind Daniel Jones. But don't let Tyrod get hot. Tyrod going to go to sleep, too. <laughs> they also signed Colts guard uh, Mark Glowinski and Bills offensive lineman uh, John Feliciano. Uh, the New York Jets signed running back Tevin Coleman. Oh, okay, they re-signed Tevin Coleman. Wide receiver Braxton Berrios. Uh, D-tackle Nathan Shepard and safety LaMarcus Joyner. They also signed Bengals tight end C.J. Uzoma. Um, 49ers guard Lakin Tomlinson. Seahawks corner D.J. Reed. And Bucks safety Jordan Whitehead. This was a good pickup for them. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Right now. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles signed Panthers D-end Hassan Riddick. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers have signed their presumably new starting quarterback. uh, From the Bills, Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky, baby! I'll I'll tell you you what, though. If Deshaun ends up in the... uh, the AFC North with the Browns. Yikes. Uh, you'll have Lamar, you'll have Burrow, and you'll have fucking uh, what's his face? I just said Trubisky. No. Watson. Who's the other quarterback? I said, huh? Watson. Watson. Yeah. That's dumb of it. You're right, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, bit up. My bad, dog. No, you scrape it up. You still um, all the same, bit up. All right, they resign. <laughs> they resign Chakuma Okafor. Um, they signed from the Bears guard James Daniels, Vikings center Mason Cole. Uh, they resigned Montrevious Adams. They signed Bills corner Levi Wallace, and they resigned safety Miles Kilbrew. Uh, San Francisco 49ers resigned quarterback Nate Sudfeld. They signed Packers linebacker Oren Burks and Chiefs corner uh, Charvarius Ward. 
What's the name? Charvarius. They slid. Um, huh? Y'all know them All right. Uh, the Seahawks. They acquired via trade uh, Broncos quarterback Drew Locke and uh, tight end Noah Fant. Uh, they also re-signed tight end Will Disley, uh, D-tackle Al Woods, corner, corner Sidney Jones, and safety Quandre Diggs. Uh, and they signed Broncos D-lineman Shelby Harris. Oh, sorry, that was via trade as well. My bad. That same trade. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, franchise tag, Chris Godwin, wide receiver. Uh, they signed Falcons wide receiver. Nah, they, I, think, I think they just what? came to... Oh, they came to terms? Three-year, $60 million deal. Okay. Chris Godwin has re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good for them. Um, So now they got him and Evans locked up, which is good, right? I think Evans is locked up. Is he healthy? Will he be healthy? Yep, that is the the question. Um, And Chris, you boys ain't going to the Super Bowl. I hope you understand. I ain't ain't going to lie. Hey. Um, the Falcons signed, oh, they signed, sorry, they signed the Falcons wide receiver, Russell Gage, uh, Patriots guard, Shaq Mason via trade. Um, and then they re-signed center Ryan Jensen and corner Carlton Davis. Shaq Mason be moving, boy. Yes, he do. The Tennessee Titans re-signed center Ben Jones, linebacker, uh, Harold Landry, and they signed Seahawks like tackle Harold Jamarco Landry. Jones. Huh? I like Harold Landry. Where was he playing uh, before? The, was he always with the Titans? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and they signed Texans safety A.J. Moore. The Washington Commanders acquired via trade quarterback uh, Carson Wentz. And then they re-signed safety Bobby McCain and running back uh, – uh, is it Gerald McKissick? I'd have to go back to the top. JD? Jarrett McKissick? Is it? Yeah. McKissick, the running back. JD McKissick. JD. JD McKissick. Oh, okay. JD. Yeah, right. JD. That boy JD McKissick. We ain't talking yeah. about Jermaine Dupree. So, so, them's the moves that was made. These are the breaks. And that's it for now. I'm sure a lot more things about to happen. We still got a lot of pretty solid named uh, free agents out there. Um, yeah, Bobby Wags is still out there. Um, the Honey Badger is still out there. So there's still some big big chips to fall. Um, yeah, these, these next few days and weeks are going to be interesting. I mean, you know, it just there's a lot of talent, and the thing about it is, is I think a lot of these defensive players they're kind of on the short end of this thing because there's so much good defensive talent that's coming in in the draft this year. Yeah, there's a lot of good defensive players coming in. There's a lot of fast DBs coming in that can play, and they're gonna be cheap. They're gonna be cheap compared to what these other guys are gonna be asking for. They're gonna be interesting to see where Honey Badger goes because. I mean, whatever team he's going to, they're instantly going to be a uh, – I think that instantly they're going to be one of the better defenses in the league. I think so. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how things are going to unfold there. There's a lot of little pieces too. You got a bunch of uh, 
you know what I what I like to call those those uh important piece players that still need to get signed as well. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they you know operate and pick these guys up. But I mean, there's some moves to be made. Somebody asked earlier today, like, bro, where are they finding all this money from? <laughs> but I, I mean, they restructured these contracts. And listen, if the Cowboys can make space, anybody can make space. Right, that's true. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, what what do you think about what do you think about uh, how your team did, Buddha? Um, I'm happy with the Chandler Jones uh, pickup. I think. You know, I I thought Yannick played very well. He got ten sacks uh, last year, um, so it was no, nothing against him. I do think Chandler might be better suited for the job. I think he'll he'll have better output. Um, so yeah, I, I look at it as an upgrade. Um, but. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I I kind of wish we've been more active though. Like we've been real, relatively quiet, other than that in the Rockets sin trade. Um, I hope we make a play for Stephon Gilmore or the Honey Badger. Um, shit, Wagner too. I think we need to take a swing on all these guys, and we still got to figure out what we're doing with Derek Carr's contract. Um, everything's been real quiet, so it makes me a little nervous, but. I hope I hope the Patriot system, you know, won't won't guide us in the wrong direction. I mean, listen, he's been here before. Um, albeit he still has some controversy because he did start his career like six and zero or seven and zero, and they said that he was like cheating the whole time. And then when he got exposed for it, they went on like a four game losing streak or something like that. So. You know, hopefully he's 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 learned from his second stint back as as a coordinator. Um, I'm shocked that he he got on a team as successfully as he did because, you know, remember what he did to the Colts. That was just, just turn the plane around, bro. What the hell? That's nuts. When you read that story, it gets crazier and crazier. To me. It's really it's really nuts. That don't get crazy, but yeah, bro. What about you, Dylan? What do you think about uh, things the Patriots is doing right now? They ain't doing nothing. Facts. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, are, do you think there's a reason for that? Do you think there should be more done? We're lame. We're lame. We're boring. We don't know how to. <laughs> we don't know what we're. We don't. We're not free agents. I don't. I never care for free agency, bro. Because we don't do anything in free agency. I don't really ever care for it. We don't get superstars. We don't. I don't. We just lose. We lose players of anything, and we uh, really do lose players, bro. No freaking cap. Some random guy becomes. Oh, oh, woe is me! You guys have all these titles. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we got. I mean, we want to accept being. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking shit. I know. Like we just, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna get these nobodies. They're gonna turn into somebody's, and I'm. Yeah. See how bro. Here's the corners we've had since 13. Akeem Tlaib, Garel Revis, uh, Browner from the Seahawks. Revis was there for a year. Tlaib was there for a year. Malcolm Butler, Logan Ryan, we had them for a couple of years. Two years, though, How? Who? Tlaib was in there for just one year. Was he there for two years? Yeah. 12 and 13? I started at 13. Yeah, he was there for two. Um, We went from Butler and Logan Ryan to Butler and Gilmore. 
then Butler left and it was really Gilmore. Gilmore, they used like a McCordy bro, they used Jonathan Jones, they used some other guys, and then JC Jackson came up. But I knew it, bro. I knew it. I was like, he got, he got, he popped too quick. He popped too fucking quick. He got that check, though. I hope it does him some justice. Because now, now he's going up against some big dogs regularly now. This ain't the FC East no more. Man, stop all that, bro. The FC, stop. Man, the man been, uh, all, all, the man been missing the interceptions in the entire league. What are y'all? I'm sorry. I'm playing Madden, y'all boys. I'm getting whooped. Oh, I thought you was about to come for me when you spoke like that. I was like, oh, shit. I got <laughs> All right, now, bro. What I Yo, do you, bro? You really coming for me right now? Listen, this is way off topic. And uh, people that are listening, they can't watch this live because I'm watching this live. But if you can find a way to go back and watch the main event of AEW Dynamite, it is a steel cage match between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship. Both of them are bleeding right now. They both have taken big thumbtack spots. So they got thumbtacks sticking out of all all of them and shit. Like, this match is nuts. These women have gone nuts with these chair spots, these table spots. Oh, another thumbtack spot. My God, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm not used to seeing this. Oh, my God. And, like, like right now. And Britt Baker just lost her AEW Women's Championship. Sorry, spoiler alert. But, yo. What a match. Holy shit. All right. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, that, that, that's it for the NFL. That's all I got, unless you guys have anything else. Nah, bro. You can talk about the NBA, bro. Dog. Talk about it. Talk about it. Y'all boys, it. Y'all boys saw my fucking Kyrie Irving? Yeah. You saw Cat? The fuck Kyrie? You saw my boy KT? I was, I was going to get to Cat next. Kyrie was just a little was a little sooner. Kyrie should be replacing Damian Lillard on the top at seventy five list, effective immediately. He should be what say again? Replacing Damian Lillard on the NBA top seventy five. What do you mean? What do you mean replace? As in he should have his spot. As in Kyrie Irving isn't an NBA seventy five player. He isn't. He's not on that list. Oh, they fool. They tried it. Unfortunately, he's not on that list. Really? They tried it. They tried it hard, body. Why they try Kyrie like that? Because he want to sit down for some COVID? I didn't like Kyrie because Kyrie sits down. Kyrie doesn't. Yo! <laughs> right on time. You are yeah, right we... on time. Guys we are... just started talking basketball. We did. Guys, our NBA correspondent. Joe is in the place to be. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? I sound good. Yeah, we hear you. No, you sound uh, ugly, Jet. Fuck. Thank you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before, before, before we get into all that, hold on. Go ahead, um, go ahead, Dylan. Tell us what you were saying about uh Kyrie. You you go you you about to go off. What's good? No, I just feel like you know this they don't they didn't put him on there because you know Kyrie scrutinized around the league. They don't like Kyrie. Kyrie's the anti vaxxer Kyrie's the Kyrie doesn't hurt her. He's a flatter for Kyrie goes against what against the grain, yeah. Against the grain, against what the rest of the world wants to be or the rest of the country wants to be. So you know, you, you don't know. you don't really want to then the NBA is not gonna shed spotlight on that. So they they left him out of the top seventy five, which he doesn't which he belongs in wholeheartedly over Whole 
wholeheartedly, bro. I say this is what I say. This is how I knew guys on that list that don't have rings that are in there over him, and he's better than them. James Harden, but James Harden is not as good as Kyrie Irving. I don't care what you tell me. Damian Lillard has no hardware. Easily not. He has no hardware. Harden has no hardware. Damian Lillard literally has no hardware. I don't give a fuck where he plays. Chris Paul has no no hardware. And I'm sorry, I love you, Chris Paul, but you're not better than Damian Lillard. Oh, yeah. Dame Dame wasn't in the top 75. Nope. Right? Yeah. So, listen, this is how I knew that Kyrie was was against the grain. There are a multitude of NBA players that do not like – you know, they're sneakers. Not all of them, right? Like, LeBron is probably perfect for that because for a couple of seasons, I know for sure his last year in Miami, he uh, he was wearing the, the soldiers more than he was wearing his actual shoes because he didn't like the way they fit around his ankle. Those metallic shoes, them shoes that was metallic in the back the year that they lost to the, the Spurs for the second time. So there's been a bunch of players who, like, won't like their new shoe and will wear their old shoe. There's been none before. Kyrie Irving, from what I've seen, is the first one to openly post about it and apologize to the fans for how much he did not like the shoe. And I was like, oh, he different, different. Like, legit was, like, shitting on Nike. Like, I was like, oh, he different, different. Okay. That's people's problem with Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't conform. Kyrie doesn't. Do what you expect everybody to do. Kyrie's not the guy that, hey, I'm going to join the NBA and I'm going to talk like this because this is what I'm supposed to because it's what they expect of me. I'm not going to answer the questions the way you want me to answer the questions. I'm not going to do this because you think I'm supposed to do it because it's, because LeBron is doing it or because this person is doing it. Kyrie moves at his own accord, moves at his own free will, and people hate that. People hate somebody that thinks for themselves. Another yeah. thing, too, another thing that he that he did that I found very interesting People were mad at him because he, like, quote-unquote, reneged on his word. I didn't look at it like that. Like, when he said he was going to be in Boston for a really long time, and then he ended up leaving, I didn't look at it like that. I felt like I felt like he was in the moment. He was in the moment. The fuck? LeBron did the same thing, bro. Nobody, yeah. nobody talks about LeBron and his promise to Miami anymore. That's true. Not, I, I'm I, not six, I, not seven. But I mean, I, I didn't even look at it as him keeping a promise. I, I watched that interview again. I was just like, man, Jim was really feeling Boston at that time. He stopped feeling Boston. Period. Nobody Something goes happened. To, nobody goes. You said nobody goes where? Nobody goes anywhere expecting to just, you know, not make it. You know what I'm saying? Not be there long term. Until right. shit happens. Like, yeah, of course I can go to a brand new right now and be like, I have to be here a long time. I can see myself here. But if shit don't go down like that, then shit don't go down like that. Big facts. Yeah. I so, can say I'm going to stay in this stock a long time. I can say I'm going to stay in this stock a long time. And if that shit go to plummeting, bitch, I'm not staying in that bitch as long as I thought I was going to stay. I'm going to pull up. Big facts. That's right. You got hey, to be, be a fan of pulling out. From following Kyrie on Instagram and just following his career just in general, I feel like Kyrie is a very calculated person. Like, Kyrie don't just do shit just for the sake of doing it. Like, everything, even when he was saying, like, the earth is flat, it was a calculated opinion. It wasn't something he just pulled out of his ass just to be different. Like, if you were to actually sit there and have that conversation with Kyrie, he'll actually sit there and explain it to you. But a lot of people don't want to give him that chance. Exactly. And that's how... 
that's that's how Kyrie is. He's gonna say some like off the wall stuff sometimes because he thinks outside of the box. I mean, that's why the man he the man has the best handles we've ever seen in the NBA, right? In my personal opinion, he have and it's because he thinks outside of the box. His mind don't work the same He's way very as everybody else's mind. He's yeah. very abstract. And like, yes, for sure. Watching the stuff he posts, like his Hamza eye tattoo, everything about him is super calculated. And I feel like, one, if you in Boston, you in this arena, and everybody's going crazy for you, I don't care who you are. Nobody's going to be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm returning to y'all next year, though. <laughs> in the middle of the stadium, you performing for them, and they going crazy for you. Everybody screaming your name while you standing there with the mic. I don't know if it was at halftime or whatever, mm. but you I don't know anybody that's going to sit there and be like, sorry, guys, I'm not returning to Boston next year. Right. <laughs> it just, like, I don't really that don't make sense. Like that, so, you know, and Jer- even if Kyrie was thinking of leaving at that time, like, but I like like y'all said, I think Kyrie doesn't get no love because because of how he thinks. Yeah, he's and he'll say some off the wall shit, and he moves on his own accord. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of these owners don't like that. Oh, they really don't tests, like that. That tests what they got going on. And Kyrie, Kyrie seemed like he'll test anybody. Yeah, Money don't matter. To what, him for real. Kyrie will step over whatever the fuck you got going on and say, "Nah, we're gonna do it. I, I, I operate this way." So I ain't gonna lie. Easy. I ain't gonna lie to you. It seems like the only owner that has really embraced him like that has been Brooklyn. Because it doesn't seem like they give him too, too much. He has issues with Barclay. They don't he, doesn't give him- have, he, he doesn't have issues with the Nets organization. He has issues with Barclay Center. People need to understand that's, that's two different entities. And New York, isn't it uh, like a rule by the state of yeah, New York? Yeah, it is. Or something like it that? Is. The team don't got no problem with him. Nah. No. And, and that's what my issue is with these, with these people that go out and make him look like he's out here just messing up his team and making him the target of, of, of like, scrutiny for that team and, like, how he's just hurting them and all these things. And it's like, dude, what are y'all talking about, bro? Like, yeah. where are y'all even getting this information from? Y'all are just pulling shit out y'all ass and then just helping people run with it. When he steps on that court with that team, he balls every single fucking night. Bruh, that man Kyrie balling like he trying to make up for the games that he been missing. <laughs> Bruh. Exactly. Jit really snapping, bro. If if the if the Nets don't make it to the NBA Finals, it's not Kyrie's fault. It's the state of New York. It's the governor. It's, yeah. It's the it's New York City's fault. Unless unless he gets injured again, then we kind of gotta that too. But I ain't but, really, I ain't really. You know what I'm saying here's here's what I'm gonna say. This is what impressed me about that game last night, bro. Since we're talking about Kyrie and whatever, bro. I want it to be known that they put up 150 points. I don't care who it was on. It could have been against a college team. They put up 150, and KD only had 19 of it. KD had 19 points, y'all. Wow. KD had 19 points out of 150. And I know some people are going to be like, people are going to be like, oh yeah, well Kyrie had like almost half. He, he didn't have half. <laughs> he had sixty. He didn't. <laughs> That's not half of one hundred and fifty. Come on now, come on now. That's a to me. That's that's the biggest deal of it all. Because when I saw the score, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, like KD must have went off too. I mean, and that's now, not, but 
That's almost half. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> it's the closest person to half. Yeah. He's 15 points away from having half the points team, half the team's points. That's true. That's one man. 15 points is a lot of points. That's a lot of points. You score still for- like damn. One, you're one. 15 points per quarter is 60 points. Mm. Snap. He has 40% of that points team. That team's yeah. That's a lot, bro, for one play. That is a lot. 40%. And did it very efficiently, too. He did. What was it, 21 for 30? Boy. He ain't do it like, don't, ain't nobody, ain't nobody dropping 50 pieces like Jamal Murray, though, and we coming back soon. (laughs) All y'all basketball, all you teens have y'all fun right now. When Jamal Murray get back, it's a problem. You know how I know we do appreciate uh, Kyrie, though? It's because Kyrie scored 60, and I've seen it. I've seen it in a lot of places, people talking about Kyrie 60. Cat scored 60, and I feel like a couple people mentioned it, and that was like, (laughs) all right. about no Cat in his 50. (laughs) (laughs) We really don't care about Cat in his 60, bro. Cat, bro. No cap, bro. Hey, he, hey, he took the hell off. People were like, I mean, yeah, that's cool. Right. They probably going crazy in Minnesota, but even then, the rest of the world looking at Kyrie as they should. Shit. That is y'all made fifty plus point games. There's been in the month of March because he's doing it while they're hating on him, bro. He's doing it. While yeah, everyone is hating on him hard. Body. That's what I love about it, bro. Because he's shitting on everybody right now. Like, yeah. All you old Kyrie doesn't want to play. Oh, it's Stephen A. Ooh, Stephen A. You already <laughs> don't. You already don't like it. All you, all you Kyrie needs to retire. Kyrie doesn't like the game of basketball. All you niggas that ain't never play a down about. People retarded, bro. Media is just ridiculous. I'm not a big fan of media, bro. They get to a point where it's for the money, dog. Because yeah. you're talking about Kyrie need to retire. They're just, just saying anything, ass, bro. bro. They're just saying anything. And that, and that hurts the integrity. That, that hurts the knowledge of the sport. That hurts. I feel like that hurts the point of what y'all are doing on TV, bro. You're supposed to be educating people and doing this. Y'all out here just fault, throwing out just false narratives and, and just yeah. not true. Just to create a story. Just to give some people to argue about on Twitter, bro. We ain't even out here giving out news anymore. Y'all just out here just saying whatever. Right. That's why the world need balls. Right. That's sports podcast. <laughs> Damn right. Ever, right. bro. Just creating whatever narratives that they want. They don't know nothing about none of the people. No. Man, look at it. The same way I feel. I feel the same way about people that talk about Kanye. Because he crazy, but 90% of people that talk about Kanye ain't never even have a conversation with the man. So it's weird that we have so much to say about people we have no, we don't know shit about. Yeah. And then when you look deeper into their life, like the Kanye or like adding Kyrie on Instagram and just following, life you, you, you see why they are the way they are. Right. Like, did y'all, did y'all watch that documentary on Kanye on Netflix? Every bit of it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, bro. Once you get once you get closer and see what these people are actually like or what they went through and how their life is, you understand it a little more. More definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can say I I can see that. Um, mm-hmm. the one thing I'll say about I think there's parallels between the Kanye and the Kyrie thing. I think in a lot of contexts, um, although there are parallels, I think the one major difference is is the fact that um, Kanye, um, and, and I don't know why we don't give that as much um, of uh, attention, he has stated and he has said that he has mental health issues. Yeah, Which, mm-hmm. yeah. his mouth with it, bro. That's what's crazy. Is that he said it out of his mouth, and people act like he's never said it. So yeah. the thing about it, the thing about it is, is and I've I've addressed it personally. Like I, I don't like using the word suffer anymore, but I deal with high levels of anxiety, which actually falls under the the mental health spectrum. And for me, my anxiety makes me do some out of character things here and there. Right. And it's just anxiety. It's, it's not anything that, you know, prevents me from going to work or prevents me from doing anything. But it's definitely something that does that can affect my day to day. And I'm like, damn, if anxiety makes me feel that way, then I wonder how everybody else is that legitimately have something that they got to take meds for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not just that, but meds that mess up my creative process. The same creative process that makes me millions of dollars right you want me Mm -hmm. to stop working to take these meds and my best friend in the whole wide world my mama gone yeah you see and i watched that bro what's crazy i watched that documentary and i'm like bro he get he reminds me of me in some way (laughs) i was like yeah people really think this man crazy bro i see myself in this man now what i perfect but what what i will say is I think his biggest problem is is that he's making too much of what should be his private life public. Um, yeah. What I think he's doing is, and people are like, oh, he tripped by saying this and saying this. I said, I think he's literally just putting down on, on social media what he's thinking. I was like, you can't tell me that there's not people around this world that ain't thinking some off the wall shit when it oh. comes to their kids or relationships or whatever. Not giving him an excuse for what he's doing. But it's like we expect him to have just this perfect clean slate of a mind, and I don't think that's fair. But to draw back to what I'm saying with Kyrie, with Kyrie, not only does he make some private things public, but the one big difference between him and Kanye is, is like he does not really defend himself. He leaves a lot of room for interpretation. He leaves a lot of room for interpretation. I give you a perfect example. He talked about Boston. And he said, you know, Boston's like that scorned girlfriend who doesn't want you to call, but then but then wants you to text them or whatever the case may be. And a lot of Boston fans got to tripping. And I was like, you know, there's something deeper in that. I was like, put yourself in the shoes of what he's saying real quick. An ex-girlfriend that don't want to talk to you, but wants you to answer their text messages. Fuck going on? In my mind... What I was, what I asked next was, well, shit. What the girlfriend do? What the ex do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What did what did Boston do? What did the Celtics organization do? You know what I'm saying? What happened in the city? We know Boston racist. What happened in the city? He's Kyrie Irving in the middle of Boston, bro. This you know ain't what I'm saying? Bro. Like, like, come on, bro. Like, he had a bad game. You gonna tell me ain't no Boston fans out here going at this boy's neck? Come on now. We see them go at Tom Brady neck. Come on, stop. Stop it. Tom Brady bought the city six rings. And when he left, there was still people talking shit. 
Fuck out of here. I don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think, you know, with the Kyrie thing, he's very misunderstood. But I tell you this much, if they win a ring, it's because of, of New York's fuck assness and not letting them play a full season. Because that boy is chilling. And when he do play, that boy is taking off. And I was telling Joe, oh, go ahead, Joe. I want to see Brooklyn win a ring so bad. I ain't going to lie to you. Because a lot of people have been going off about Kyrie and he ain't able to do it without LeBron. And yeah. people were talking about people don't give KD enough credit and they saying that KD only got his rings because he went to that 73-9 and nine Golden State. I just feel like they went to one of the most trashest franchises in NBA history with Brooklyn. And for you to get that franchise a ring that has had their major ups and downs, more downs than ups, and to win a ring there, Bruh, man, you can't say nothing about Kyrie the, and KD no literally more. Literally the only ups the Nets have had was when they had Dr. J and they had to they had to give him up because they didn't have enough money when they came over from the ABA. That's how Dr. J got to the 76ers. And when they had Jason Kidd, those years that they went to the NBA Finals and got waxed by the Lakers and got waxed by the Spurs and they came back the next year thought they was going to get three in a row and got waxed by the Pistons. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the, the, here's, here's my thing. Because now, now, now we're really, we really into some shit. Number one, <clears throat> I don't want to hear nothing about Kevin Durant in the 73-19. No more. Ever. Ever. And the reason why I say that is because that same 73 and 9 team couldn't beat the LeBron led Cavs. There's only one difference between that LeBron team and that Warriors LeBron team. LeBron and Kyrie led Cavs. That's true. LeBron and Kyrie led Cavs. You're right. My mistake. Right? Because some people even think that LeBron stole that, that MVP from Kyrie, but that's another conversation. I mean, you, you, definitely, you definitely can say that. For sure. If you look at the stats, you look at the games, and you look at the moments, for sure. For sure. They do not yeah. win that ring without Kyrie. At Definitely. All. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, I feel as though the only difference was KD. And they said, oh, KD never put a team on his back. KD has always put a team on his back. He put OKC on his back against the Heat. He put the Warriors on his back them two times in the finals because last I checked, every clutch shot that was hit in the finals was hit by KD. I don't know. And then when they lost to the Raptors, the only one difference was up until Clay got hurt was KD. Now, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. That's whatever. But nah, KD came back that one game and was giving Kawhi buckets. And they were winning <laughs> until he got hurt. Yeah. Kawhi wasn't even looking like he was one of the greatest defensive players of all time because KD was killing that. Yeah, he, was man working, he was working for that guy. little bit of time. For sure. Before he got hurt again. Working his ass. You know what I'm saying? And then KD goes to the Nets. Harden gets hurt. Kyrie gets hurt. And he says, hold on, man. Hold my cape real quick. Let me come out here and give y'all boys these, these issues. Beats the, the eventual NBA champions. Takes them to seven games. And is literally half a foot size away from sending their ass home. Right. Fuck out of here, man. He ain't put no team on his back? Please. Hold these balls. Oh, these bones. Just wild, man. Just wild. So, Joe, while we have you here, what is your what is your predictions? Like, what do you think is the most make sensible prediction for the end of the year for the finals? And what would you like to see as the finals? Two different answers. Uh, my uh, 
my most realistic look for the finals, if I had to go right now, I would say Brooklyn still. Um and Golden State. Man, Draymond came back. It was that boy Steph's birthday. And Golden State looked like that old Golden State again, bro. They was balling. <laughs> That's really crazy. A, I'm definitely heavy then, on the Golden State Brooklyn finals right now. Yeah, yeah. Is that so? Is that so? You said that's your most make sensible one. Is that also the one that you want to see? That's the most realistic one. I think the finals I want to see is uh, I want to see the Heat go again. Just all bias there. I don't care. Just because I'm a Heat fan, I like the way the Heat have been playing this year. Uh, I think Spo has done a great job of putting them together, no matter who's there. Uh, and I hope that they can continue to put those pieces together. I think that especially Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was saying he was like, he belongs in that conversation with John Luca, which he doesn't. He does not belong in that conversation, but he's trending in the right direction now. I think his sophomore year, he had a bad year, but I would love to see him and Jimmy and Kyle Lowry go off in, in the finals and bam. Don't forget Victor. I, and Vic, Victor Oladipo. Man, I went to the Houston game where he came back that first game. And when I tell you, they was chanting this man Oladipo's name like crazy. Like, you would think Victor Oladipo played in Miami his entire career. The way they was chanting. Every time this man getting assists, every time this man scored, the, the city really embraced this man. And that's that's something, like, I wouldn't have realized unless I had went to that game. But going to that game, they really appreciate Victor Oladipo. But I would love to see – I want to see the Heat in the finals. I want to see the Heat in the finals. And I think I would still want to see them play – Golden State. See Steve Kerr and Eric Spolstra, two veteran coaches who've done this before, won multiple championships, go at each other. Like, I like that. That would be a finals that I would like to see. Realistically, though, I think it'd be Brooklyn and Golden State. All right. Anybody disagree with that? Anybody got a different finals that they would like to see? No, I, 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 the, I like my nuggets in that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm good I'm good with Golden State in Brooklyn and I I got Golden State. I like the I like the comeback kids to come I like Jamal Murray to come back in that bitch and go stupid <laughs> and it took us all the way to the finals and we win. I'd love to see my I'd love to see my Celtics get in there and get washed by the Warriors. Fuck out of here. But they would take it to, they would take it to six games though. Honestly. Just two of those two of those six games would be blowouts. Not for the Celtics. Jason Tatum's been going crazy in the month of March. He has been going insane. He, he started the month of March averaging like 42 or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah, he has been going absolutely On like 60-something percent shooting or something. Like, nah, not 60. It wasn't 60. It was like 47 or 48 percent shooting. Something like that. From three. What the hell? From three point. Yeah. That's done crazy. All right. Um, before we continue on with any other pressing stuff, let me tell you guys the top 10 for each conference because you know you got playing spots start at the east where number one you've got the miami heat at 46 and 24 that's crazy miami heat number one in the east number two you got the milwaukee bucks the 43 and 26 number three philadelphia 76 is 42 and 26 four you got the chicago bulls 41 and 27 number five you got the boston celtics the 41 and 28 number six you got the cleveland cavaliers 39 and 30 shout out to the Cavs. good little season um, number seven is Toronto Raptors also well at 38 and 30. The Brooklyn Nets finish off the eight with the 36 and 33. 
Um, the Hornets and the Hawks are nine and ten at thirty-five and thirty-five and thirty-four and thirty-five, respect, respectfully, respectively. Sorry. And um, eleven to fifteen is Wizards, Knicks, Pacers, Pistons, and Magic. We don't care about them. Um, number one, and I believe they've already clinched a playoff spot, is um, the Phoenix Suns, the fifty-five and fourteen. Number two, you got the Memphis Grizzlies, Ja Morant, Tom, forty-eight and twenty-two. Was number two. Yeah, number three, you got the Golden the Golden State Warriors, 47 and 22. Number four, you got the Utah Jazz, 42 and 26. Also at 42 and 26, you got number five, Dallas Mavericks. Number six is the Denver Nuggets, 42 and 28. Number seven is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 40 and 30. The Clippers round out the top eight at 36 and 35. The Lakers and the Pelicans come in at 9 and 10 at 29 and 39 and 28 and 41. LeBron keep playing around. The Lakers ain't going to be in that playing. Um, LeBron, LeBron not the one playing. playing. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Eleven to fifteen is the Trailblazers, Spurs, Kings, Thunder, and Rockets. Any of these, any of these uh, records catching you off guard? For me, it's definitely, it's definitely the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, definitely John the fucking Grizzlies, bro. Morant, John Morant's a walking highlight, though, no cap. We've seen this before, though. Yeah, this is Derrick Rose on Derrick Rose on Chicago going number one in the East. This is true. Hopefully, hopefully, John don't get hurt because that is a lot of explosive movements. The same kind of movements that like pretty much demoralize D Rose knee. Hey, but y'all boys chill out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not wishing that. I mean, I ain't wishing all. it, but I'm saying like I hope I hope that he's built yeah, better he's than D Rose. Listen. It's a realistic concern. Around. I want John to have a long career. He he has to work on landing. There was a point in time where Dwayne Wade early in his career, he was hitting the floor all the time to the point where he had that commercial where he was talking about um you fall what was it? You fall seven times, get up eight, mm-hmm. and then lose two, win four straight, that whole commercial. But he had to go to the gym and practice landing properly on his feet. And I'm hoping Ja Morant gets some type of train because some of his some of his landings look ridiculously scary, bro. But I, I pray for a fully healthy career from that man. I want to see Ja Morant take off for real. Same, same. same. But yeah. He actually. I would like to see Memphis in the Grizzlies. I mean, <laughs> Memphis in the Grizzlies. I would like to see Memphis in the finals. That'd be interesting. I would love to see Memphis in the finals. That'd be very interesting. That'd be, that'd be exciting. That'd be some exciting basketball. I'd love to see yeah. the Warriors and the Memphis. Nah, let me stop, bro, because the Nuggets over there, bro. <laughs> stop, bro. <laughs> it's an interesting season for sure. But I, I feel like history has shown us and I was saying this the other day. History shows us that these young teams, when they get to the playoffs, they got to make it through these humps. Like everybody always makes it through those, like those struggles of trying to make it to the finals before they actually get there first. So I don't know if I see Memphis just going straight to the finals this year, but I would love to see it. Man, if they were to just take over the West like that, that'd be unheard of, unprecedented. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. And Joe, appreciate you, man, for coming in and you know giving us giving us a tidbit, NBA correspondent, but all Joe. Uh, <laughs> no problem. I appreciate y'all boys calling me in. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. We appreciate you for coming in. All that's all it is. 
So let's let's go to underrated bars of fame real quick. All right, I got Lost One by Jay Z, um, where he talks about his relationship with uh, his Rockefeller mates, and he also talks about his relationship with Beyonce and the death of his young nephew. Lost Ones. It's not a diss song. It's just a real song. You feel me? I'm I'm saying what he said. That's not me. Never mind. Right. I heard motherfuckers saying they made hove, made hove say, okay, so make another hove. Because wasn't playing their day role. So we parted ways like Ben and J-Lo. Should have been did it, but I've been in the days, though. I put friends over business in the day, though. But when friends, business interests is day glow, ain't nothing left to say, though. I guess we forgot what we came for. Should have stayed in food and beverage. Too much flossing. Too much Sam Rothstein. I ain't a bitch, but I got to divorce them. Hope had to get the shallow shit up off him. And I ain't even want to be famous because it's brainless to unnecessarily go through these changes. And I don't even know how I came to this, except that fame is the worst drug known to man. Stronger than heroin when you can look in the mirror like there I am and still not see what you become. I know I'm guilty of it too, but not like them. You lost one. Hook says lost one. Let go to get one. Get one. Lose some to win some. Story of a champion. Sorry, I'm a champion. You lost one. I don't think it's meant to be. But she loves her work more than she does me. And honestly, at 23, I would probably love my work more than I did she. So we ain't we. It's me and her. Because what she prefers over me is work. And that's where we defer. So I have to give her free time even if it hurts. So breathe, mommy, it's deserved. You've been put on this earth to be all you can be like the reserves. And me, my time in the army is served. So I have to allow she her time to serve. Time's now for her and time she'll mature. And maybe we can be we again like we were. Finally, my time's too short to share. And I ask her now, it ain't fair. So, yeah, she lost one. My nephew died in the car I bought. So under the belief it's partly my fault. Close my eyes and squeeze. Try to block that thought. Place any burn on me, but please not that, Lord. But time don't go back. It goes forward. Can't run from the pain. Go towards it. Some things can't be explained what caused it. Such a beautiful soul, so pure shit. Gonna see you again, I'm sure of it. To that time, little man, I'm nauseous. Your girlfriend's pregnant, the Lord's gift. Almost lost my faith, that restored it. It's like having your life restarted. Can't wait for your child's life to be a part of it. So now I'm childlike, waiting for a gift to return. When I lost you, I lost it. You lost one. Lose one, let go to get one. Get one, lose some to win some. Story of a champion. Kalik, you're a champion. Kalik, the name of his nephew. I passed away. Last one, Jay Z, underrated bars of fame. Boom, boom, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Hey, Buddha, tell them where they can reach us on email. Ball Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Instagram. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Twitter. Balls underscore podcast. What about Facebook? Ball Sports Podcast. All right, now. Hey, Dylan, what we doing, man? It's time to get off the air. How many times are you doing this? 220 what? 223. 223. 223. And for the 223rd time, we are done. Thank you for listening to us again, y'all. Y'all could have been listening to any of the sports podcasts in the world, but you listen to us and we really appreciate that. Keep giving us these clicks and these listens and we're going to keep giving you this content to ride to and vibe to potentially get high to. Like Weezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, host. Silly. Yep. See you later. So you're gonna say bye. Peace. Yeah, it is. Hey. <laughs>